0: Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. Uh, my name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, uh, reporting in from his secret lair, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Secret it is yeah. now. You know Here's exactly where it is. I thought i well, <laughs> <laughs> yes. No one else does. They don't know. You oh, I got be, you. <laughs> you could be reporting in from your uh, your lair under the streets of New York. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, your sure. secret, your secret sewer bunker. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Right. Oh, so I first got off, you. Patrick, how are you holding up um, in our in our quarantine time right now? Uh, going in and out of work every day, trying to help Trish yep. as much as uh, I can with the, the kids homework and then going shopping whenever we need stuff. That's basically life. Yeah, hey, welcome to my, and my good stuff. Oh, yeah, that is me. your life. Yeah, pretty much. I mean I've been going to work, I've uh I go grocery shopping. Today I encountered my first line outside of Aldi. Oh
1: Again, really? and,
0: and I was like, Well, I guess I'll be going during the week. That's good. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I've been usually going to Costco, and there's always a line at the Costco. Oh, always. wow. Because what they do is, oh, yeah, they only let in a certain number of people, and then mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. one person out, one person in. Which yeah. is, I'm fine with it. It keeps everybody safe. Yeah. And then the pe- where people would cluster, like in the dairy and the produce and stuff like that, those right. they also have roped off and also let in only you know one in, one out at a time. Oh, well, that's I'm smart. With yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Most of the people at Aldi have been very respectful as far as six feet and the only problem we have is um I think that the Aldi Corporation still thinks they're in Germany and um they think that the tiny sign that says, Oh, this is a runway aisle, you should not go this other way is enough for <laughs> stupid American people. Oh, no, 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 no. You need a big arrow. <laughs> a big arrow yeah, a couple of times. like Chop has <laughs> giant aircraft carrier-sized arrows that mm-hmm. are, uh, yeah, that seems to be fine. <laughs> that seems to be the only way that people will listen and go, oh, maybe I should be going this way. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. All right, so uh, today we are going to cover... Oh, we have news. Um, Uh-oh. That news is that... Um, I got to go to Sci-Fi Japan real quick. I forgot all about it. Uh, This happened in the the weeks that um, we have been on sort of inadvertent hiatus due to uh, technical difficulties. Yes, I understand. Um, uh, Let's see. Where is it? Um, No, no. Yes, Neo Ultra Q will be coming to Blu-ray and digital in August of this month, of Mm -hmm. this year, rather. Yes, August of this month. It's a separate yeah, month. So, yeah. Considering these months are 17 months long, I'm okay with August of this month. Oh, my God. I feel like either they're so long that you don't know what to do with yourself, or they they take 10 seconds. Yeah. No, it's, while you're in them, they are forever long. And then right. you're done with it, and you're like, oh, really? It's gone already? Oh, okay. How is it the middle of May, right? right exactly exactly i have yeah. no idea it's and since amazing. we didn't get to say this earlier let's wish all of the mothers out there a happy mother's day oh yeah good point indeed yeah. including the mother of ultra sure <laughs> sure 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 <laughs> just to be nice i mean you know. of course yeah yeah um but anyway let's talk about ultra q uh neo ultra q it's going to be coming out on uh there uh, according to according to uh, sci-fi japan uh new ultra q the 24th entry in the ultra series and a continuation of the 1966 original ultra q which starred uh which started the entire ultra legacy it's going to be available for the first time in any home video format in the united states august 11th the oh, 12 really? episode series yep and it tells the story of three people from completely different walks of life uh, jin Hibara a psychologist doing research on the supernatural, Emiko Watasare, a young beautiful journalist with an inquisitive mind, and uh, Shohei Shirioma, a bartender sympathetic towards other forms of life. The uh, trio set out to investigate the bizarre monster appearances, futuristic phenomena, strange ecological catastrophes, and paranormal events that confront our world. Okay. So that's gonna be on uh that's gonna be uh of course Mill Creek. It's gonna be subtitled in English, of course. Uh it's got a uh two discs, twelve episodes, runtime of twenty-five ninety nine, nice and nice and reasonable. Uh especially yeah, for something terrible. that Yeah, I really didn't think we were gonna see this. If they put out Ultra Q the movie, uh like Kyle and uh Sure, and Gretchen from the Kaiju cast are going to flip their wigs because they're, they, <laughs> they love them, but they, it's not so... Nobody's even fans of it. Um, yeah, so this is nice. yeah, this is pretty exciting. Not that I finished the actual original Ultra Q2, so <laughs> I'm only a little behind, sure. I'm only a little behind. Well, I, but um, I haven't even Ultra watched Q. any of the Ultraman uh, that I actually did buy. so. <laughs> I have well, no you've seen suits. that. You've seen know, that but, today, right, but you're going to watch it the anyway. kids have it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah, good point. I hadn't thought of that. Fire that up. What are you doing? It's, it's quarantine time. <laughs> so anyway, let's well, talk about... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, because of quarantine, I today got Disney Plus because they were all over me all week, and I'm like, all right, here, just be quiet, go away. Here, <laughs> just be quiet don't spoil mandalorian. exactly what it was leave me alone here yeah. if you spoil the mandalorian for me you get to live on the roof so don't i would never a... do such a thing i would never do such a thing what make them live on the roof no no if no they spoil... no i meant if they spoil Spoiled the mandalorian the... on you oh no no, no i'm gonna see. be watching it in the next couple of days yeah some fan though but if they spoil it on you to the roof
1: oh yeah yeah they know
0: they know not to say anything yeah. I'm not saying you're not going to set up a tarp for them. You're not, you know, a monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Ultraman orb. Um, and this is episode, um, eight, which is called the urban Merman. And, uh, yes. like I said, in our aborted first try on this episode, that's the best name going The urban Merman. It is that's a fantastic <laughs> name. <laughs> uh, and you know what? It was a gift to me because it did air on my birthday. Uh, right. 2000. I remember you saying that. <laughs> yeah. Rio Ichiichino is our director, and Hiro, uh, Hirotoshi Kobayashi is our writer. Uh, the the uh, little summary, uh, all the fish in the area are sold out, and the SSP speculates there is a creature eating it all. Meanwhile, a man hides two ray guns in his shop and protects them from the public. Yes. Mark Harmon guest. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're good with the guest stars well I, actually i just had a pop-up for cbs all access that came up with his faces on it and i was like oh that's convenient <laughs> there you go <laughs> there gonna be do him you or have before, cbs no? all access no no it's just an ad came up on the uh, wikipedia oh. page or the ultraman wiki page i got you okay yeah so we start off at a local fish market and a fishmonger named Mr. Minamoto closes shop after he talks to and sold fish to an older woman who proclaims that nighttime is the best time to get some fish. And he says, hey, man, don't give away our secrets or we'll be out of business. (laughs) Uh, We do do have a business to run. We'd like to make some money if you don't mind. (laughs) Yeah, but listen, you know we—I understand cheapskates come out at night, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. But uh, keep it under your lid, lady. Like uh, you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You want to make stuff for tomorrow? That's between you and me and your your superior being. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he takes a bunch of uh, some leftover fish, squid, shellfish, and goes to a dark warehouse, calling out for someone. From behind, an aquatic humanoid creature, later dubbed a Ragon, appears from behind him and tries to scare him. But as it turns out, he is just secretly letting her stay in uh, his warehouse along with her child. uh, Who is like uh, Thurman Merman, as we have just previously (laughs) discussed. And his mother's name? You got to have Ethel Merman, of course. That's right. Thank you. (laughs) I was like, we have to remember to do those jokes because they're too good. Um, they are good. <laughs> so uh, after giving them the seafood, Minamoto gives the little boy, a, or the little, the little rig on a toy boat as a gift, and the, the kid really, really likes it. Yes. Uh, you want to take it from here? Um, and then we go, people, they. we've already said that fish are getting hard to come by. Now, people are right. knocking on the door of the fish market trying to get fish. And we have to go to SSP headquarters first, don't we? I think. Uh, no. No? Okay, no. fair enough. No? Okay, um, fair enough. Yeah, that's okay. So they're trying to get in, get into this fish shop. And we also have our SSP scientist and our comic relief Walking around with a monster detector, which sure. of course is convenient. Now we see we see in our view the two uh, mermen walking away, and the science patrol also now say, "Oh wait a minute! There's a monster going oh that way where those sure. people are going." Right, and then well, we, we go we, to we skipped out on um, the captain suffocating herself in the burning headquarters. Um, and, oh, the uh, dream, yes. I'm sorry, the us. dream. The dream, that's okay. Um, and then finds out it's Douglas Juggler who's saving her, and she freaks out. And then uh, in her dream, Guy swoops in, uh, replaces Douglas, and saves her by shooting out of the, uh, shooting out of the, <laughs> straight through the ceiling of the building. And she wakes up doing the Ultraman pension pose. Yes, of course. Of course. Right. And, uh, and um, what's his name? Uh, the, uh our shin and Jetta are like uh obviously someone's been dreaming about ultraman <laughs> <laughs> um but they also know. point out that the earth is in an unbalanced zone and that's why that's right. all of these monsters are appearing that's right um now of course uh they do some sort of. they say it's some sort of invasive species um and then guy wakes up, he was hanging out in the hammock, complained about being woken up by a bunch of loud quacking and <laughs> <was just> suggested <laughs> that monsters and men don't really want to run into each other in the first place because the men don't treat the monsters all that particularly well. Right. Right. Um, There was, okay. Just wanted to make sure we were still recording. Um, so um, back to the warehouse. one of the ragons uh, takes the sign and uses it as a means of disguise to get to the fish market. Because, uh, But a couple of women spot it, and they contact VTL about it. Um, another woman at the fish market notices that the fish market wasn't selling any fish at all, but, and believes that the monster is the problem. And uh, Minamoto denies what she said, but the woman comes face-to-face with the ragon and breaks out. Um, well, no, she I never think, saw but, the ragon. It was no, the fact that they were... She saw. She okay. saw the. Yeah, because she's because the Ray Gun has the um, the, the the uh banner wrapped around. It. She says, yeah, the, Don't you think the it's a monster? And Raygun turns like, uh, what's that now? <laughs> and she freaks out. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> now the fishmonger then says like, "Hey, what are you doing here? You gotta why? why you, you're not supposed to sneak out?" And she tells him that the kid's not feeling well, and he needs fish. So yes, uh, that's where he leads the monster out from the back uh, in disguise with an umbrella, and then uh, ititsu shows up uh, from VPL and the SSP and uh, the startled woman who are then encouraging them to take care of the monster. They manage to capture some footage uh, and decide to go after them. Now, Guy is plays it, Guy. Meanwhile, is back at SSP headquarters and playing his Orbnica. That is just a- the worst name. I understand that's its official name. That is the worst name. The organet. <laughs> I, I know it's supposed to like an ocarina, but like it's just—it's fun. I, 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 I yes, it's it fun is. Then <laughs> he feels an earthquake and decides to. Uh, he hears that a monster is moving inland from the coast, causing water to erupt from the sewers, uh, blowing away manhole covers. The SSP yes, SSP is inside the warehouse. They run right into the to the merman and have a freak out like a Scooby Doo, which is pretty cool. Um, very, very cool. Yeah, and then Shin comes across the sick child and the fishmonger and offers to take a look at him. But the child's starting to cry and flail about until Naomi sings a lullaby to calm him. Down. Yes, yes. And, and the, yeah, good I was I was going to say the younger fishman went back for his toy.
1: And it not is yet. now
0: on the... You're that's skipping exactly ahead No I'm not because, Yeah you are because they they feel another earthquake And then Guy rushes in and is like You guys got to get out of here And that's when okay. they come outside and they run into Kabila, our favorite Floppy uh, fish monster With the drill okay. nose Yeah with the drill nose which is great <laughs> Yeah So he's he's online trying to find more fish Because he's already eaten everything in the water Um <laughs> Really nice, really nice. So, Guy offers to get the monster's attention. The rest of them evacuate. Uh, the child dragon then realizes that he forgets his toy boat and goes back in, um, only to find out and find himself on the end of Kabila's drill nose when the water oh, drills his way into the warehouse. Of course, right? <laughs> and then, where else would he be? Right, and then in a scene I did not uh, expect at all. Kabila tosses him up in the air and eats him like a snack. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? Still <laughs> yeah. still dark. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, guys. We didn't put a, a trigger warning in here because everything worked out okay. That's shockingly, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much to the horror of his parent and his kid, the big guy, of course, <clears throat> transforms himself into Ultraman Orb in the Hurricane Slash form. And, uh, of course, yeah, forces could be able to spit them out via water spout. I wouldn't think all those right. uh, areas were connected, but you know, what do I am? I'm no monster. Right. Well, physiology, right. You're not a mo- veterinarian. Just go with veterinarian. A monster vet. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You're not a monster vet. You don't know how things um, are connected in there. I'm not. There could be any number of passages and or doorways. <laughs> Yeah, it could be be anything. We don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And then then Abila tries to drill at Orb, and Orb uses his slugger lance to push the monster away, which is maybe about the only thing that thing would actually be good for, is to just kind of shove people away from you. It's (laughs) kind of like uh, (laughs) the opposite of the shepherd hook. You want to drag someone (laughs) off the stage, you want to push them away. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Then we get our Specium-Zeperium transformation, Right. and he uses uh, a shutdown, which lifts the monster in a bubble and returns it far, far out to sea so that way he can't bother anybody. Yeah, which is... You know, Gabula seems to be a monster that just is... It's never really his fault. He's just hungry, or he's confused. <laughs> the yeah. poor uh, guy always just seems to be like oh, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> I'm real sorry, you guys. But uh, you know, if you guys I could feed said, me, it'd be okay. I ran out of fish, and I just wondered if there's uh, anything in here that smells like fish. But uh, <laughs> now, uh, So afterwards, Minamoto, Katsu, Guy, and the SSP escort the two Rayguns to the nearest body of water. Uh, and when the first uh, wishes them farewell and the child breaks down and gives him a big hug, uh, seeing as though the ragons weren't a threat, the tattoo decides, of course, not to say anything and capture them or anything else, uh, since they're essentially an endangered species. Um, the child then asks Naomi to sing the lullaby one more time, and the two ragons go in and disappear into the water. And, of course, joi- Guy joins the captain. As she's singing, he plays his ordnance. Oh, i Sure, sure. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> so after all is said and done, Guy heads back to the base in the mood for pizza for dinner. Uh, While well, the fishmonger, of course, encourages him to eat fish, which is healthier. Hi, Alan. Of what's course. up? And he's out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there you go. Yeah, um, let see if there's any sort of. It's a cute episode. I, I very much enjoy. the... I like. Uh, I like it when they mix uh, when it's a lot of aliens that they're they're not on purpose. They're not on purpose. Yes. Stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I do like when they can leave the alien alive because it's not really trying to break anything. It's just like you said. It's just hungry. It's confused it's mm-hmm. knocking stuff over just because it's so big and you push it out to sea, push it out wherever and it'll be okay. Right. All right. So deleted, there's a deleted team where uh Reagan got spotted by the citizens. Um, there are two unused scenes of that. Uh, when Shin detects the presence of the creature with his homemade detector, there seems to be an additional dialogue of Shin and Jevis, which they cut. And, uh, Shubakawa, and the citizens also have some lines to pick up, so nothing too exciting. It's an Easter egg. The uh, episode is a tribute, of course, to episode six of Ultraman, the Coast Guard Command, where we first saw Gabila. Right. Um, And the proposed title of the headline on the website is The Unbalanced Zone Called Earth, which is, of course, a reference to the original planned title of Ultra Q, which was called Unbalanced in its original oh um, like I did in, not either. When it was, yeah when they were when they were um coming up with the the concept of the show that was one of the original titles that they had come up with was unbalanced oh okay okay yeah yeah uh the, you in think. the trivia uh naomi's nightmare there Maga mega grand king and mega japa and mega Pandon can be heard in the background um this episode was also originally going to have Orb and Kabila fight on the water, presumably near the harbor. Uh, but it didn't have to do time constraints. Yeah, it was one of the times where it breaks our normal. Uh, yeah, you track. see water, you know there's going to be a water fight. <laughs> That's right. Generally, if there's water, someone's <laughs> going into the drink. But that didn't happen. No. no. What can you do? What can not you much. Do? If you've got to cut yeah. these things out for time, you've got to cut them out for time. These things happen. It's not the end of the world, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, apparently there's, somebody put a, a beautiful shot of, and I don't know if it's a sign or if it's, a, like obviously it's on purpose, but there is a scene that somebody posted of where uh, Orb is pushing Gabila back with a spear doohickey. And uh, right. there is a cat, on the roof of one of the model buildings. Oh no! Right, like, with its haunches up, like growling at Gubila. <laughs> <laughs> A tiny oh, I'm little white that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, you—I don't know how they. Saw, I don't know how anybody saw it. It's insanely tiny. I right. Get it. No, and of I course they there. get it, but I mean the fact that they put it in there in the first place is always fun. Oh yeah, yeah yeah absolutely. Absolutely. That's the, kind of thing, that's the kind of thing we like here at the Science Patrol. More detail. Yeah. <laughs> Get my yeah, mind love... out of it, even if I don't realize what you're doing. That's right. And 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 uh, a good journey and sally forth to Ethel and Thurman, who uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll see again at some point. but yeah, In some so, other series, I'm sure. Yeah, we've seen the original... Um, We've seen Reagans and we've seen uh, or should say Reagans and we've seen Gabila before. Gabila, of course, Ultraman six and Reagan was I think the f- third episode of Ultraman. He is in episode four. Oh, I was close. Uh we were five close. seconds we were before we were the cool. big Yep, five seconds before the big explosion where he gets the hydrogen bomb stuck on his neck. Oh right, 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 right. Yep, yep. And he is originally in, uh, he's originally from Ultra Q as well. Um, he was in one of the early Ultra Q episodes. Uh, does it say? Uh, no, it's at least not the number of the episodes. So we'll see it eventually. Not a big deal. Okay. We'll get around um, to it. We have years. Oh, yeah. I, I do want to see Ultra Q. It's supposed to be so good. Um, okay. It's very much like the the uh, Twilight Zone with giant monsters. Oh, very yeah. nice, very nice. Yeah, it, it's very different because it is uh, there is no ultra in it. Ah, There's no okay. giant hero. It's just how does humanity cope with weird monsters? Oh, um, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be Maybe, maybe that's what our next our uh, maybe that's what our next retro will be. Okay, possible. that sounds it's good. Possible. Because I think um, our next month? actual show is probably going to be the anime, which has got to be theoretically coming. No, out Zet. Shortly, I would think that's coming out in like a month. Yeah, yeah, anime, and then yeah, the anime is probably next year, but Zet is Zet is definitely this year. So far, so Zet, that, have you know, they so filmed far? everything for Zet that you know of? They must have. It's yeah, I guess in, if it is coming it. out. Yeah, it's got to just be in. Um, Post production at this point. Oh, that's gotta be Grace. Yeah. I don't How know. How to post produce sure. in a pandemic. Yeah, well you've got at this point it's not look, if we can do this show remotely, you can you can a lot of stuff is done. Like animation hasn't stopped. Animation is still going on because people can record their voices remotely. They can
1: uh, you know
0: True. as long as you have a powerful enough computer, you can render stuff. It's not a problem yeah yeah that's fair yeah I think that's I you know that's the one industry that isn't suffering horribly during this whole thing fair, fair enough, man, that's what the kids were just asking me is what's gonna happen with the movies i and I told them I really don't know the movies that were close to being done. they either pause or are sending mm-hmm. direct to video, but what's gonna happen? After this thing is done, when are they going to restart movies up again? I have no idea. Oh, who knows, man? Who knows? Like, right now, everything Marvel is um, delayed by one. So, A full year? No. Black Widow was supposed to be May and or April, and it has been moved to where the Eternal spot was in November. Eternals goes ah. to the...
1: Oh, I see. They just
0: moved everything back a slot. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, they slotted everything back one. Exactly. Exactly. It's like yeah, you gotta feel bad. Black Widow finally gets her own movie after, what, 22 movies or something like that? Uh Uh Uh-huh. Pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Just terrific. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, good times. So, uh, all right. Well, we're going to be uh, right back after this, and uh, with the Imposter Blues. Yes. And we are back with more Science Patrol, your ultimate podcast. Uh, coming up next is our coverage of the ninth episode of Ultraman or of the Imposter Blues. ear, uh, ear day, yeah, sure. Um uh, close. Three of, yeah, close from air, ear, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you breathe with one, you listen with the other. i um, sure. Um, nine, three of 16, uh, Suguru Torni, uh, Tomita is the director and written by Takano Nakano, who writes an awful lot of Ultraman. That is a name that is starting to sound very familiar. <laughs> The name, because they're Japanese names and I'm not good with Japanese names, I'm not remembering them all freely, admit. <laughs> I could tell you they've written every episode and you'd be like, yeah, no, I makes sense, <laughs> Pretty much. That sounds right to me. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> that's okay. Um let's see. Uh the summary. Don Nostra of the Planet Planet Invasion Union sends alien Barbaro to Earth with the plans that the human, uh, with, sure, uh, to ruin the human's trust in Ultraman by disguising himself as Ultraman Orb and destroying buildings. But the plan is ruined when a monster interrupts them, making the fake Orb defeat the monster. And then things go even further awry as Jedifine thinks he is Orb's secret identity. Starring Uh, Tom Selleck, guest. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't think of somebody. I, to drop, I dropped myself. did you herself. get Don Knotts while you were in there? Oh, you said <laughs> Don Knox. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Monsters? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just went Don Knotts. Ooh, Don Knotts. I can put him in there. <laughs> yeah. Don, Don Knotts. I would love to see Don Knotts in a giant monster movie. I'm telling you, it oh. was huge. <laughs> <laughs> My God, it was gigantic. I had no idea. Exactly. Um, in outer space, on their spaceship, Don Nostra and Juggler's Juggler come to the conclusion that the hope and trust of the humans is what gives Ultraman Orb his, uh, his edge uh, defeating them, you know, in defeating these guys in battle, but it also is a weakness because he fears hurting them. Nostra then in- initiates his space command M774, ordering his collaborator, alien Bar- uh, Babaru, to use his shape shifting his name is Babaru Babaryu, just in case you didn't realize that. Babaru, Babaru I didn't realize that. I didn't write that part down at all. That's like Boutros Boutros Galley. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Alien Boutros Boutros Galley. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, Hey, use your shape shifting abilities, turn into orb, and just start smacking the surface around. And you're gonna you're gonna destroy the trust. And he's like, that's a great idea. Goes down to Earth. And a guy and the SSP are having lunch in a local cafe. And Shin is showing Naomi his um, his artificial intelligence programs. And uh, Jed is getting bored with the lack of monsters, which you should never do. <laughs> you never want to say, you know what, I need more monsters. Because they yeah. tend to show up right about then. Yeah, it's it if one thing we've learned is nobody should say, Boy, it's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, nothing has happened for weird. Oh my god. And uh so of course, um they spot something outside and it turns out to be a light which reveals itself to be and I put these in quotes, Ultraman orb. Jenna decides to lead the SSP in filming, and he gives Guy the duty of covering the footage before he can transform it into the real deal because he, of course, paid for his food. And he's like, you have to be my intern because I paid for you. And Guy's <laughs> like, oh, come on. <laughs> really? This is what I got to do now? <laughs> right, it's pretty great. Now, before uh, the fake ultra can recap on the surface, telephone suddenly burrows up from underground. speaking of old monsters that we've seen before, um, I thought I'd seen first, this one before. He is also an original Ultraman monster. Okay. Okay. He was from the episode where uh, the people had no eyeballs. They just had like that skin oh. over the eye socket. Yes. Yes. Yes, an, yes. 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 It's yes. An Akio Jisogi one. That's I think it's the first one where we noticed that uh, the director had a lot of like more different style than your standard TV directing. Right, I remember. Why are so many lights? I I don't understand. Why is such a Dutch angles? (laughs) (laughs) And then you had to point out that's what he does. (laughs) I remember that. That That is the guy. So anyway, he comes up thinking that uh, that's the real Ultraman Orbit. just trying to beat the hell out of him. Much to the surprise of both Barbaro and Don Nostra. So with no other choice, Don Nostra says, "Like, look, protect yourself," and so he does, but he's not great at it but he did inadvertently protect some kids and the alien became enraged and attacked Halston head on until the monster decides to burrow out uh, (laughs) with uh, the fake ultra saying, get out and stay out. And uh, his disguise wears out. So he turns himself back into light and leaves. And Jetta decides to discover his identity after the two kids thank him for saving him. So he's all hurt and confused. uh, And then Jetta discovers him and he's like, Oh, you're Ultraman orb. He's like, am I? <laughs> and uh, My his baby. human identity, yeah, is Ruji Baba. So Jeddak concludes that it's hard to operate for a hero like him if everybody knows his true identity. So he's like, look, I'll, let's keep it a secret between us. Oh, excuse me. That's all right. So the guy leaves, and uh, Guy is watching. He's like, what's going on? So back on the spaceship, uh, Barbary tells. Don Nostra, he's going to continue with Space Command. And at the SSP office, the latest monster attack was told on the news and Jetta told Guy that he thought he was Ultraman Orb until he saw this other guy. Guy's what? like, Wait, you, what? I thought you were Ultraman Orb until I saw this other guy, and now I know he is. And you're sitting there going... Really? Yeah, he does a spit take, it, which is pretty good. <laughs> because at first I thought it was you. It was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized it wasn't because I really did see Ultraman Orb, and you're like, "Yeah, okay." Did you? Did you now? Uh, so of course, <laughs> Guy was forced to to hang out with Jeddah all day to pay for his uh, pay for his debt with the food. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Barbarino was uh, planning on randomly smashing stuff as Orb to ungain the humans' trust again, but he's caught red-handed by Itetsu Shibukawa. And was about to get arrested until Jeddah and Guy showed up. And the former told him that two of them went to high school together. Oh, by the way, can we talk about um, Barbaroo's human disguise for two minutes? Oh, okay. Go ahead. You, are you talking How? about the yellow hair? Are you talking about... What part would you like to talk about? Yes, yes and uh, the yellow hair. The, <laughs> The hideous boy band uh, jogging suit. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a guy who was once in the Japanese equivalent of in sync. Yes. Yes. But now. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> just let himself go after he got out of the boy band because why not? Yeah. He's still looking at he's still working on his solo project. He's sure he's gonna make a comeback something. But he really <laughs> looks ridiculous. Like he's the yeah. guy. There's no way that this guy would ever be anything. But we gotta look like at anything it. at all. <laughs> 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 so uh Jetta then calls up the kids from earlier and uh, their friends and they gather around Baba and he becomes super uncomfortable. He's like, uh, like, so Jetta's like, oh, you know what? You can ask, that. why don't you ask him a bunch of questions? Um, and, and probably like, "Uh." and so he they tell the kids that uh, in order to be what they want to be, they have to do the right thing every day and you know, eat their vegetables and keep putting their minds oh, to it. And he's like turning Baba into like a, a positive role model for the children. <laughs> like, of course, which, isn't that what you're supposed to do as a bad guy, is to become a role yeah. model all of a sudden? Sure, <laughs> why not? It, it, it could be worse. Um, oh. you know, as the sun goes down, Baba thanks Jeddah for his help, and after gazing in awe at the presence of the kids, uh, he asks Jeddah if heroes are great, and Jeddah flashes back to his childhood days, when he wants to be there and says, He can do it simply by telling someone about heroic deeds. And then uh, Babaru goes back to the spaceship again in his true form, looking at the pictures that the kids drew and told uh, a recently-arrived alien, Nakal Nagus, that his name is my name too, Um, (laughs) that he, (laughs) he, (laughs) he thinks making people happy is better than making them hate him. But Nagus is like, you're a weirdo. Nuh-uh. <laughs> like, we are supposed to be taking over the world. We're not supposed to be trying to save it. You knucklehead. Uh, dude, evil's way better. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the benefits we get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dan goes a whole line here. But you exactly. know what? You'd have to you would have to have a great benefit plan because otherwise you run the risk of an Ultraman blowing you to smithereens. <laughs> Like you have to figure, uh, um, uh, what's his name in, in, um, Blofeld, all Blofeld's, uh, henchmen have to have some sort of like, Oh, they have like, to have the best. I am, I'm sure that he has a retirement plan, but the point is he knows no one's ever going to retire. So he's like, yeah, sure. The <laughs> retirement plan. Yeah. Whatever you it. need, whatever you think it, you need is what we can get. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, like right. I mean, they're going to have to cover dental because you know Bond's going to knock some teeth out. But you know, it's most likely they're going to get their teeth punched out and then fall into a vat of piranha. Well, you know, you're really Yeah, you, know, you give survivor's me the best, best benefit you Maybe? can because you know they're not going to live. No, right. no, 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 no survivor benefits. No survivor no. benefits. You die. <laughs> That's it. It's done. Yeah. It's an ocean nightmare. <laughs> um, so with his dark ring, he's in uh, juggless. Oh, so John Monster gets like, all right, look, uh, I'm fed up with you. I'm going to execute you. And with his dark ring, he summons uh, uh, Cherubim. No, right, Cherubim, Cherubim to attack. Cherubim. Uh, yeah.
1: And, and what and I didn't like does.
0: is you're using the thing that is supposed to be an angel. As a monster, because a cherubim is supposed to be an angel in English, anyway. Well, it's a, it's spelled differently, so maybe that's the thing. But yes, yeah, uh, what a monster! A uh, uh, holy, yeah, looking monster. Cherubim. That's it. It's cherubim. Oh cherubim. cherubim. oh, cherubim. Cherubim. Yeah, better known as Kelvin or an intergalactic kaiju species known for their ferocity. uh huh? Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, he's got those big, nasty fingernails. And, uh, yeah, he's something else, man. That is a, uh, that is a creepy, creepy-looking, aggressive monster. Right. But what I did like is when they actually, when the fake orb attacks, yeah. A, we find out he's not really orb because he's just too weak to really do anything. He doesn't have any, miniature any powers, work. either. <laughs> he's just big. doesn't have any powers, can't do anything the miniature work in this part of the episode is stellar. Absolutely stellar. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely like, uh, he, 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 uh, he, of course, then the, he gets hit by a fireball and his, the skies wears off and like, like he confesses to the kids and, Jedda and Guy about lying about being Orb, but the kids in Jeddah encourage him to get up and fight back anyway. Uh, right, you gotta fight because we still believe in you. Yeah. So he's like, with a new fiery spirit, he takes on the monster head on and he manages to put oh, much course. more of a fight, but still no match. So, of no, course, of course Guy transforms into Orb and saves him with a Spherian shield, and uh, Orb turns into his hurricane flash form and sends him up into the air. Destroys him with the Trident Slash. Yes, of course. Uh, and then Babu says, like, you know, the real deal is pretty awesome. And he disappears. Uh, you know, Jed is worried about him. But back on the spaceship, Judd was told Don Nostra, which I cannot not read as Don Nostra now, thank you. Um, <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. But
1: what we're back,
0: guys, don't just see? <laughs> We've got to get rid of these Ultramans. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Well, I was looking at you from the scope and I noticed you. Know. <laughs> oh, good for you. know you're going to be doing that all day now. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Juggles told Don Master that his methods of judging good and evil in human nature are outdated and leaves. Uh, Barbaro, in his true form, limps away and he vanishes after Jed and the two kids thank him for everything. Maybe it seemed like he died afterwards, so we don't know. No, because what you get to see is, at the very end, you see Guy at a playground, and oh, they're right. wondering about like a... Baba, but then you see a guy that is probably Baba, but looks normal, doesn't look like a 90s boy band kind of guy. That's right. He, yeah, he's given a little girl her hat back. And, um, right. And it's the same he's... guy, but he, doesn't, he looks yeah. like a normal dude instead of just a weirdo. Yeah, he doesn't have horrible butter hair. It's just... exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I like this episode a lot. I thought Boba was this a good This episode stuff. was great.
1: Yeah. It was nice it to was have a, a
0: bad Ultra for, you know, even if it is just a couple minutes to say, oh, wait, our Ultra is so good, we can have somebody bed and still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did like that part. Let's see here. Let's do our let's do our uh, Easter eggs on this. There's no uh, I have no um I have no what you call it um, no monster no minute on this guy no tri- oh, I got a monster minute but there's no trivia uh, Taloson oh, okay. is reintroduced of course and Chervim uh, and uh, let's let's see, I'll pull up uh the Alien barber as well. Okay so. Uh, Easter eggs. This episode is a tribute to episode twenty-one of Ultra Q: Space Directive M seven seven four, which is in fact Barbarou's code name during his service to the Union. Ah. And, yeah, his transformation scene is similar to Dan Moroboshi's Ultra Willpower, which is ironic considering that Dan has used the Ultra Willpower against Alien Barbaroo in Ultraman Leo. Look at that. Yes. Well. We know you in like Ultraman that? Leo. <laughs> you like we that? don't like Dan Maraboshi in Ultraman Leo. I can say that no, right off the top. Not, <laughs> not, I'm not a not a giant fan. But you know, enough man, times we said Dan Maraboshi was a, he a giant. <laughs> He's the biggest he is. But uh, and uh, let's go with our monster minutes here. Um, I can close the Raycom window here. Uh, our big boy um is forty-four meters. His weight is forty-four thousand tons. His origin oh, is. is a big bird. Bird. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, first appearance: Ultraman Mebius, episode four, Broken Bonds. Uh, latest appearance: Ultraman Orb, episode nine. I'm going to see if right. I can play the roar here. I don't know if it'll get picked up by the mic I'm using, but we're going to try here can you hear it yeah i heard it i heard it okay. i came through well if you, if you can hear it everyone else can hear you can. all right cool good times um <laughs> yeah he's in a bunch of he shows up a bunch of times he's not they don't overuse him but uh they use he, him enough so you know he's a common monster right um Exactly. Uh, let's see if we've got any trivia. The suit from Ultraman Mebius was reused for this appearance as well, but repainted. Look at that! Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm surprised that it. Holy mackerel! I mean, Mebius was some time ago. Ultraman Mebius was. Um, oh gosh, um, Where the heck was Ultraman Mebius? Mebius was early 2000s. Got to be a 20 year old suit. That's pretty impressive. That is impressive. I didn't think the suits would last that long by any stretch of imagination. I guess if you're keeping them in in good shape, you know, like. You better keep them in an air-controlled environment than all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, like we've seen that that's not necessarily what happens all the time is we've seen them sometimes just out in the shed oh, yeah. or, or behind a building <laughs> and they just get completely uh, destroyed. Demolished. A, no, I know. Yeah, there's a really, really nice um, Bandai figure of him. But uh, yeah, I like that. If if I was still okay. collecting, that's something I would get, but it is fine. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Alien Barbaru, or barbaro, I should say, um, who also reminds me of Alien Magma a lot. Um, let's see here. Originally appears in, hey, guess what, Ultraman Leo. Uh, <laughs> uh, what episode? Because we may not have guessed. I don't remember them. No, neither do I. I don't think we got to. Let's see here. Uh, he is um, two to fifty-six meters, one hundred forty kilos to twenty-eight thousand tons. His homeworld is planet Barbaroo in a dark galaxy. In case you didn't realize that, oh I, no, I we are not aware. Okay, we have not gotten there. <laughs> Ultraman Leo, episode oh, ha- thirty-eight. Oh no, we didn't get that far at all. Yeah, we're a safe distance from episode thirty-eight so far. <laughs> And he was actually an Ultraman Tiger to the Demon's Mountain, which I don't, don't remember, remember him being. No, not in the least. That's funny. Okay. Usually, you remember that kind of stuff, but I, you know, me, I don't remember anything. You would anything. think. You would think he was in Tiger, uh, and his accomplice, Alien Hook, somehow found out about the Night Fang, who was sealed in the mountain. So apparently, he was involved in the whole Night Fang thing. Okay. I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, but listen, oh, well.
0: man. This whole thing, this whole uh, this whole quarantine thing, has ruined my brain. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I can't remember anything. It's awful. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's absolutely awful. I cannot remember a bloody thing anymore. It's awful. Um, well, I mean, but, you like know, you said, your whole day now is go to work, come home, try to get a nap, wake up, help with. Owen's homework, go shopping yeah, for nope. yourself, yeah. your family, right. and then go for your father and, and, and keep everybody happy and then restart over again. So, so Yeah, um, I go and to and I go I do shopping once a week on Saturday or Sunday, and every other week I go for my dad. So I get him two weeks <sighs> of food and he's like right, 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 right. he's like, Oh, I don't know if I have the room and I'm like, Dude, you're one guy in an apartment where <laughs> make room. sure you make I'm pretty it. sure you've got the room um come on now pretty sure you yeah, can you've got empty out some of the stuff in your fridge start eating you <laughs> yeah well i told him like you've got food you know there's other food too i like, can't but yeah he's again you know the you know the, the thing he's setting his ways no i gotcha i gotcha you said he's ninety, sure. so he's allowed to be setting his mm-hmm. ways Ninety-one. Thank you very much. Get a birthday. Oh, ninety one so, That's right. Well, happy birthday, thank Rick. You. He's ninety-one, and and he will let you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> has he started oh, yeah. going to? I'm ninety-one and a half yet? Because that's <laughs> when he's really <laughs> let you know. Ninety-one and three quarters. I'm this. <laughs> I'm this many. I'm this many, and he holds up a big <laughs> handful of pencils. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh man, but yeah, two, two solid episodes this week, and it looks like everything recorded properly. So, yeah, that's not nice. good. So we still have to make up. Uh, we still have to make up episode four. Um, I think I'm going to re-download it because maybe it just got corrupted in my download. That's possible, right? Okay, sure. that um, is absolutely possible. Yeah, so maybe we don't have to redo it. it it's it's okay. well, I mean, I've I've got it. If you need to, but I guess we'll just end this here today and wish yeah. everybody a well, Yeah, yeah. we well, yeah, well, quarantine. We have a oh. we have a three a three day weekend next week. Oh, that's so right. We should, be that's able right. To, oh, we should be able to at least squeeze that in if we have to. Okay. Right? We're We're pretty smart like that. Uh, yeah. Next week we're gonna we're gonna cover the next episode, which is called Juggler Dies. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here's a hint. I don't that think he's going I don't think he's gonna No, die. I think he's our big bed, but you know right. it'll, it'll be, be interesting anyway. And uh and and also we're gonna also cover episode eleven, which is called Trouble. Mama's here. Uh oh. Mama's here? Mama. Mama's <laughs> here. Mama's okay. Here. Yep. Yep. And she said it would be days, with her, so you know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hey. Hey yeah (laughs) this is how you know we're in quarantine brain that we'll be laughing at Uh, pretty much anything yeah pretty much and a little bit of sad news uh the the, my college friend who uh was basically responsible for me learning that there were more ultraman other than the first one and that ultraman wasn't just a singular phenomenon. his name was dan zaraki sadly passed away this morning um it was not COVID related he uh he was in uh, generally declining health for the last year, and it caught up him uh, badly. Sorry, to but uh, Sorry to yeah, you. no, it sucks, man. But you know, that's just, you know, it's the rough thing is, it's like it's the second person from college that died on me this year. Ooh. Yeah, yeah so, so it's like it's one of us who's real like. hello, it's your brutality. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> It's, right, cause no, it's ah, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 existential I breath. don't want to hear that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I understand. Could you guys give just five more minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no, <Man>, I'm five minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not getting up yet. No, Mm-mm. no, sir. No, <laughs> sir. And I'm taking, by the way, might I mention, I am taking three days off next week. Are you really? You're really great. making a long weekend. It's going to be great. Good for you. I mean, Good for I'm, you. I'm not working Saturday. I'm not working Sunday. We're, all, we're not open Monday. But, uh, yeah, no. No. Mm-mm. no, thank you. I, I, I can't. For you. I, 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 need, I need a break. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. Things are buck nuts. I mean, Things for us, are... what they've been doing is they work us Monday to Thursday, and then usually Friday mm-hmm. we go in, and the boss says, Don't get hurt and don't get in any trouble. And don't let me catch you doing anything wrong. Have a good weekend. Oh, okay. So, uh, I was going to say, what arcade do you go to? But nothing's open. (laughs) Nothing's open. So, I won't say where I go, but I'll say it's uh, a little bit away from Manhattan. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, what what actually is open in New York? Like... Like, is there well, place you, can, you guys can get food out restaurants. Okay. Yeah, you can pick up food at restaurants. Ooh, you, Tavern on are... the Green for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, No, that's a place you sit down. Uh, that's the problem is some of the restaurants, oh, like the green, sit-down restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, the sit-down restaurants. You're not taking food out of a place like Tavern on the Green. You're not taking food out of a really fancy restaurant because half of the experience is the fact that you're sitting in a really fancy restaurant. Well that and they won't let you have um they won't let you have a styrofoam? What the hell's the matter with you? No <laughs> oh, no no no, yeah, it's all plastic, that's for sure. It's all plastic, but yeah. it's still we're not sure to we're not to let you have a no, no, of course not. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's the, the harder cardboard plasticky mold, whatever that is. I don't know what it's called, but it's not styrofoam, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, not I don't see. I but, get you. uh and all the corner stores are still open because they're, those are essential businesses. The bodegas, one, and and yeah, okay, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, the bodegas are all open, so that way you can get your beverages. Because God forbid you get a beverage, you need one of this You gotta have a beverage. You gotta have a beverage. Exactly. God. Um But then, you know, it, the this past two weeks, we've been working for one business that had a lot of phones and. We thought we had it the first week, and it went bad because of just general degrade degradation of the cable ah. so we had to we had to revamp everything right outside the place we were working, and that took yet another week to do grand uh, it was it was fun that is terrific, yeah. Oh. Well, if it makes you feel better, I'm still working with knuckleheads who don't know how to wear masks and wouldn't social distance if you paid them for it. Oh, <laughs> no. Like I've been saying, their favorite breakfast cereal is honey bunches of magnets and they try oh, no. <laughs> will not separate. Now, to ask a question, since we're still on there, oh, I'll ask you, sure, do, sure. you need a, a, do you need a face mask of a sort? Because I can get you a face mask. No, I, I actually have. I'm good. I'm good with masks. Okay. Uh, one one of the guys has uh, is selling boxes of them uh, for 20 bucks for 50 So I'm picking up oh, a okay. box of those tomorrow. Yeah. Those the nine, the nice paper ones with the elastic ear bits. So. No, no, no. I'm talking with right. things that actually go like a clear mask that goes over your face, like a clear visor kind of thing. Oh, like a face shield? No, I got one of those too. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we're good. All right, we're good. Like, and well, besides, when, when people start getting too close, I'm like, I just walk away. <laughs> i oh, yeah. so rude. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm leaving. Bye. You know, if you yeah. guys can't, yes, you're right. I'm rude. I'm going to live The space. I cannot deal with you. I refuse. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, I refuse. I'm not having. It. But you know, that's that's just that's just me being rude. <laughs> No, yeah, <laughs> you being safe. I mean, like I said, the only people I'm actually seeing in the city are the guys I've got to work with, and I ask them pretty much every day: Are you guys feeling well? Is the temperature yeah. okay? All that kind of fun stuff. Because yep, yep. uh, there's we, no we reason to take any risks. Really? Oh well, yeah, we have to. We have to have our. Uh, we have to have our. What do you call it? Um, like you got to have a, um. what should you call it, Um, like your... your temperature stand right away? You, they issued you a thermometer, and you have to bring it to work every day. If you do not bring your thermometer, you are sent home. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Now, does that count against you as an occurrence that you don't have your thermometer? Because I know they're really mm-hmm. big on occurrences. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, so don't forget your thermometer, man. That's what I'm, <laughs> kind of what yeah. we're Yeah, don't do that, dummy. That's kind of what we're doing now. <laughs> just, don't. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, just don't, okay? So Yeah, but that's it. Everything else is there running smoothly, I suppose. So. <laughs> okay. But, hey, we hope you yeah, guys are doing good. okay out there. And, uh, you know, let us know what you guys are doing to make quarantine better on our Facebook group. Uh, what you're doing to make it a little bit more bearable? What are you watching? Even yeah. if it's not Ultraman, you can tell. I'm watching Colchak, the Night Stalker. It's great. I did want to watch never... that, but now that I have got Disney, I'm probably not gonna for a while. Dude, you should. It's on uh It's on YouTube. The whole thing. No, I know uh, You've told ever, you told me that. Told me that the movie, time. the first, the first, uh, the two movies, and the entire series are on YouTube. It's great. I recommend it highly. There you go, there you go. If you like the, if you like the dad in A Christmas Story and you want to see what he'd be like fighting monsters, <laughs> bitches pitches your show. And I know a couple <laughs> of our listeners went, you yeah, know, okay. Like, <laughs> just they went, okay. Well, I'm to cool. getting that a shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, sir, I'm going to let you go. But, right, we got to do our normal thing, Was please rate, review, and subscribe, you guys. Uh, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. Please. Stay safe, it's super important. Um, we want to keep as many of you around as we can because uh, you mean a lot to us. We wouldn't be doing this again. Absolutely. Uh, we want to again thank uh, Ultra Phantom, uh Wikia for your invaluable assistance and the fine people at Uber Conference for supplying the ability to remotely record. We're not being paid for that, but uh, we're not paying for it either, so I might as well throw them a ball. Uh. Exactly, exactly, we're good with that. Yeah, and until next week, um, I'm Rich Conlorn. I'm Pat Rooney. Shelly so Porky, Pat. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com.